ready. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America Babylon and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. everybody welcome my name is shannon davis and we made it to friday we're going to have a, a marathon tonight we're continuing on today with peter whiffen then we're going to have leon temple coming up in about two hours followed by bill snevelin and we're going to close the marathon out with god's warrior women if you're just joining us for the first time today we had our london show we went from we went about four hours on that one and um, that was with winston folks and i went ahead and got that cut for you so as we speak, we're completely caught up. All these shows are up in the archives. I want to encourage you to help yourself. Brother Peter, welcome back from Australia. How are you doing, my brother? Hey, I'm going all right. How are you going? All right. Good to have you on tonight. I'm in Bali. Peter is in Gold Coast of Australia, so we're in the future. It's already Saturday here. And uh, Peter, it's, it's good to have you back, man. I want you to, before you bring tonight's teaching, go ahead and open up this show in prayer. Okay. Let's all pray together. Dear Father God, we love you and praise you. We declare that we love you because you first loved us and proved it by sending your only begotten son to die for us. In an awesome way, you proved you loved us. So we declare we love you back. And we dedicate this show to you tonight uh, because we want you to be involved. We want you to come and be in our life. And we invite you to be with us in all word and deed. Oh, dear God, we pray that we all be given understanding. Let it be given to us to know, and we also declare we receive a knowledge and love for the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. I say amen. Peter, welcome back. And I'm going to turn the mic over to you, my brother. Take it away. I know you got a good teaching for tonight. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you very much. Um, uh, praise the Lord. Uh, we've been getting uh, good results. I just want to say that uh, tonight uh, we, we're going to be talking about a subject that I've found very hard to find any real good information on. There's bits and pieces, and it seems like the knowledge of this subject is fragmented. And uh, what my goal is tonight is to uh, is to do a a teaching that is clear, precise, and um, uh, is able to be used not just in uh, mental ascent but in actual practical use. Now, um, uh, the subject is about witchcraft, witches, and how to fight witchcraft. Uh, we very well need to know this because it says in Ezekiel chapter 13 that there are soul hunters Yes, it's possible to have your soul hunted, and uh, the devil is uh, works in darkness, and he has it so that people don't realize they're getting their soul hunted. So 
uh, it says in Ezekiel chapter 13 that God is against the, the women, uh, referring to witches, that sow pillows and chiefs and hunt the souls of my people. In another place in that uh, Ezekiel 13, it says, people die who should not die and people live who should not live. Now, the goal of witchcraft is to take your life for theirs. And this is where we get the saying, a charmed life. A witch has a charmed life. And well, let's just talk about a witch in the she, but there are witches that are he's. But a witch has a charmed life because she has transferred judgment to her victim. This is done by the technology that we all know about uh, but haven't realised that it can be used in reverse. Just as the Lord Jesus can take our sin, carry our sorrows, carry our griefs, so can we. We can take the sorrows, the griefs, the sickness of others. Jesus Christ is a, a, a God as a man, fully man, as he is in this world, so are we. And witchcraft works by transfer of sin. This is scapegoating. If we go up to Leviticus, we find two goats. Uh, the priests of Israel took the sin of Israel, and then once a year they did a sacrifice of two goats. They, they flipped a coin, uh, cast a lot for which goat was to be killed, and the other goat had the hands laid on it. This is very important to know the technology. The hands are laid on the scapegoat. The sins of Israel are transferred to that very goat. That goat then is led out into the wilderness. You see, sin never disappears. We must remember that the actions of man and the creation are eternal. Jesus took our sins, but they weren't swallowed up into nothing. The, uh, uh, the sins which, which, uh, which he took passed to the people who caused his death. Every action in nature has an equal opposite reaction. It doesn't exclude the actions of people. So witchcraft is a transferring of sin, making us their saviour, making us the victim carry their sins. It's a transfer. Now, we have to recognise that uh, this is a hard teaching. Tonight, this teaching is for people who uh, it's it's for people who practice, people who do. And uh, I suggest what we're going to talk about here. And, and I say, don't go running out and try it unless you're practised, unless you know what you're doing. You you can end up like seven sons of Siva and you can be worse off. I did know a lady that uh, went and rebuked a, a, a spirit in, a, in the Masonic temple, and uh, the demon came out and said, who are you? 
and went in her, and she died with that demon. So uh, this is a serious, uh, serious subject, serious business. Now I'm not going to go into basics here. There's too much, I believe, uh, out there on um, on the basics. So we're going to go straight into the uh, to the heavy stuff. So um, we need to understand straight away that understanding is absolutely vital. Understanding is vital. Without understanding, the devil takes away the promises of God, the word of God. In Matthew 13, 19, it says, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catch away that is sown in his heart. This is he which received the seed by the wayside. My suggestion, try as much as you can to understand. I say I don't understand everything, but I've had to try and understand to help in the work that we do in trying to get people delivered that have ongoing problems. So understand this and be prayed up. The wicked one will come at the preaching or the teaching of the kingdom. So those listening, the wicked one will be coming to see you about it. In fighting witchcraft, judgment is the key. The church has, I believe, dropped the ball in executing judgment. We quote that uh, psalm, this judgment have all the saints, Psalm 119. Psalm 119 talks about the saints executing judgment. We have to realize that as saints, we actually have the right of judgment. In Matthew 20, uh, sorry, 12:20, it says, "A bruised reed shall he not break, and smoking flax shall he not quench, till he send forth judgment unto victory." Judgment unto victory. You will not have victory in your life unless you have had judgment come. Yes, judgment is vital for victory. Second Corinthians 10 verse 6. And having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Here we have saints having to be ready to revenge all disobedience. Witchcraft is very much in the category of disobedience. God, I believe his will is not to let witchcraft prosper. He hates it. The key here is when your obedience is fulfilled. Unless your obedience to God is fulfilled... You can't revenge because you'll get taken out. Part of the obedience is you must make sure you are walking in forgiveness, no idolatry, no open doors. In Deuteronomy 32.4, the scripture says, He is the rock. Who is that? Jesus. His work is perfect, yes, for all his ways are judgment. Not some of them, all of them. Now we have to do this with an understanding that when we are fighting witches, 
God Almighty loves the world while they're yet sinners. God Almighty loves the witch. God loves our enemies. God loves our enemies no more or less than he loves us. So to fight witchcraft has to be done with obedience fulfilled, which means these two commandments fulfill the law. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. So you have to fulfill the obedience by recognizing that you are to deal with the witch how you would want to be dealt with if you were a witch. You were deceived. The ultimate goal in all of this, I say up front, is that God wants to save the witch. The witch is sowing pillows and chiefs, as per Ezekiel chapter 13. What are pillows and chiefs? Pillows are veils. Chiefs are amulets, objects of witchcraft. They are stitched in, sewed. By occult forbidden knowledge, they are able to sew things onto people. Have you ever heard the saying in the world, I stitched him up. He's been stitched up. It infers someone who can't get out of it. There are people that I have met that are stitched up. How they got stitched up, I don't exactly know, but they got stitched up and they are having a terrible life. And I'm sure everybody has met people or run into people like that. The object of this uh, teaching is how to fight it and how to get free from being soul hunted. You know, we talk a lot about deliverance. That's one thing. But getting free out of the sights of a soul hunter and getting free from being soul hunted is an extra thing. It's in addition to deliverance. It involves deliverance, but it involves judgment from the saints. So the work with Defeating a witch has to be done in the right spirit, which is the spirit to get the witch saved. And Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those who despitefully use you. But he didn't say how to pray for them. There's a way you pray for witches. And just like last week, we talked about a way you pray for the ones that come out by prayer and fasting. So there is a way to pray with witches. Now, this uh, answer to how to defeat witches was given to me by a word of knowledge. I did not even recognize this psalm. I didn't know about this psalm, yet I had heard this psalm mentioned, but this psalm was directly given to me, how to fight the witches. It is Psalm 83. It says, I will read the psalm, then we can discuss it. Keep thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God, eloquent. For lo, thine enemies make a torment. They that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel, that's witchcraft, against thy people, and consulted against thy hidden ones. 
They have said, come up, let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel, God prevails, may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are a confederate against thee. The tabernacles of Edom, the Ishmaelites of Moab, the Hagrims, Jebel, Ammon, Amalek, Philistines, Tyre, Ashura, also joined with them, that they helpen the children of Lot as well. Now here is the instruct. They are the ones that are fighting and what is used to fight in witchcraft. The scripture says, do unto them. God is now instructing what to do. This is how to beat witchcraft. Now, the answers for this come clearer using the Names Amplification Bible. It says, do unto them as unto the Midianites, which means strife, as to Sierra, which means battle array, and as to Jabin, which means active insight. That's the all-seeing eye. At the brook Kishon, which means winding. Which perished at Endor, is the fountain of generation. They became as dung for the earth. <clears throat> now here's the real key. Make their nobles like Oreb, a raven, and like Zeb, a wolf. Yea, all their princes as Zeba, sacrificial victim, and as Zalmuna, deprived of protection. In fighting witchcraft, prayer is the key, calling in the kingdom of heaven to take away the witch's protection and to cause the witch then, when they do their spells, to be their own sacrificial victim. A successful witch will never repent as easy, but an unsuccessful witch will will repent. These are the ones in verse 12 who said, let us take to ourselves the houses of God in possession. Oh yeah, this is all about being possessed by devils. Verse 13, O oh my God, Alequim, make them like a wheel as the stubble before the wind. As the fire burneth a wood, and as the flame setteth the mountains on fire. So persecute them with thy tempest, and make them afraid with thy storm. This is the prayer. The next verse is controversial. Fill their faces with shame, that they may seek thy name, O Lord Yahweh, the existing one. This is where the witches get shamed out, where their demons fill them, and the reason for this is so they get saved. I don't believe God wants demons to seek his name. I believe he wants people to seek his name. Fill their faces with shame that they may seek thy name, O Lord. This is binding and loosening. This is releasing the judgment of God upon the witch in demons and people so that they get saved. We have to bear in mind this is not done as revenge. 
This cannot be done out of the spirit of revenge, bitterness, hate, and all the negative spirits. This has to be done in the spirit of love. The love, because the witch, in some case, may be a family member. So we have to pray for their salvation. When a witch finds out that what she's been used to doing all her life suddenly doesn't work, and she does a spell, and then she gets the spell back in her face, she's going to think again. And she may even get very sick in the flesh and uh, try a witchcraft that doesn't work, and then she may come to a prayer meeting to get healing. So this is the way God saves the witch. Unfortunately, people who get into witchcraft uh, have... Uh, have made a terrible choice and they will end up in the pit uh, or they will end up dying early. They will end up a victim of Satan himself and we have to feel sorry for the witch, even though the witch is despitefully using us and attacking us. So this is attack. We can talk about defense and I'll talk about that. So we have to... We have to now call the judgment on the witch, which includes let those that love cursing have it back on their own head and returning the spells that the witches have sent to fill their faces with shame that they become the sacrificial victim, but with the loving intent that they be saved. It's hard love. The reason for this goes on in verse 17. Let them be confounded and troubled forever, yea, let them be put to shame and perish. God is very serious. Suffer not a witch to live. Now the reason, verse 18, that men may know that thou whose name alone is Yahweh the existing one, art the most high El mm -hmm. Elihon the Most High God over all the earth. So you have, um, you have a way to preach the gospel to witches. Now we can go up into the New Testament and we will see the passages there. It is here in the Old Testament and it is up in the New Testament on how they dealt with the people of disobedience. You see, we have a situation where the church was given the rod of judgment in the, in the case of um, Ananias and Sapphira. They died. And great fear came upon the church. This is what's been lost, and the witches have overcome because this has been lost. So... What we have here is um, Deuteronomy 32. Give ear, O ye heavens, I will speak and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as showers upon the grass. Because I will publish the name of the Lord, Yahweh the existing one, and ascribe your greatness to our God, Elohim. He is the rock. His work is perfect. All his ways are judgment. A God eloquent of truth without iniquity. Just and right is he. 
He says here, they have corrupted themselves. Their spot is not the spot of his children. They are perverse and crooked generation. Here we talk about a perverse and crooked generation. This is people who are demonized. We need to keep in mind that the witch is demonized, deceived or not deceived. We can be sure that the plans are demonic and her action is satanically inspired. In Habakkuk 1.4 it says, This is why the law is ineffective and justice never emerges. For the wicked, this is demons and people working with them, restrict the righteous, therefore justice comes out perverted. Now, this situation is um, uh, needing knowledge to fight and... Um, we have a passage in uh, in the scripture or two chapters, but we have a whole book actually about this. It's called the Book of Judges. Why would God call a whole book Judges and not talk about his ways of judgment? We have to have a look at why God names things. Let me look it up to... So we have a book called Judges, and um, in the book of Judges, there's a story about Sisera. In the previous uh, verses, we're talking about treat them as per Sisera. Sisera's name means battle array. Yes, battle array. So battle array is the one... What is a battle array? People may ask, what is a battle array? A battle array is a army lined up to kill you. As we said before, up in the up in the passages there, they make atonement. They have consulted together with one consent. They are a confederacy, a confederate. Remember the confederate armies in the states of America fighting. It's a gang up. So it says, do unto them as per unto the Midianites and as to see Sierra. Now, last week, uh, uh, last week we talked about the hornets that were given to Joshua. In the book of Judges, it speaks about a lady called Deborah. Deborah's name means bee or a hornet, family of the hornet. Yes, Deborah is a type and shadow of the hornets that rescue us, I believe. Sierra means battle array, and Jabin means active insight. That's the Jabin is the all-seeing eye, the Luciferian. He is the king of the promised land. But the Luciferians can't be defeated until their battle array, their army is defeated. Their army is defeated. Sierra is defeated by the milk. The good news is we don't need skill to use the milk, but the milk is just the first step in defeating witchcraft. So the first step in defeating witchcraft is to have communion because judgment is at the communion table. He sets up a table in the presence of our enemies. I believe that you should have communion and whatever they say, it doesn't matter, you say the Lord's Prayer which covers all the bases 
at communion. One, take communion. Two, do the Lord's Prayer and follow what it says about forgiveness, etc. Then call the hornets. This is Deborah. It says, Deborah, a bee, said unto Barak, lightning flash, up for this day which the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, has delivered Sierra into thine hand, and is not the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, gone out from before thee. So Barak, lightning flash, went down to the Mount Tabor, the mound, and 10,000 men after him. And the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, discomforted Sierra. Without the hornets, he will not discomfort the battle array and all his chariots and all his host with the edge of the sword before Barak lightning flash so that Sierra battle array lighted down off his chariot and fled away on his feet. But Barak lightning flash pursued after the chariots and after the hosts unto the woodland of the Gentiles. And all the hosts of Sierra fell upon the edge of the sword, and there was not a man left. So first of all, we have to pray for the kingdom to come, which is the hornets. Next is praying for the love of God. Jesus said, love your enemies. By feeding them water, you will give them, and being nice to them, you'll give them hot coals on their heads. We have to leave room for the judgment of God. So we call for the love. This is calling for the salvation of the witch. Honestly and sincerely, without fake prayers, pray for the witch to be saved. If you know a witch is attacking you, we forgive the witch. We remit their sin. Pray they be saved. Pray that the demonic protection that they have set up be taken away. In the books of Satanism, they talk about a guardian demon. Yes, we have a guardian angels, and they have the opposite, the guardian demon. We pray the guardian demon be bound, and all the works of Satan protecting the witch fail, and the witch be left bare, and that the work that the witch does come back on their own head. We remit the sins of the blood sacrifices and I'll talk about why there are blood sacrifices and what they are used for later. So we call first the milk to come and put to sleep our enemies. You see, people think deliverance is just for themselves, but it's also deliverance of everyone who affects your life. If we look at the story of Herod, and John the Baptist, we see many players involved in the death of John the Baptist. Yes, this is about more than just us. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 gives the job of the church. It says, God now intended that through the church his many-folded wisdoms will be made known to the principalities, powers, rulers in the heavenly realms. This is teaching the spirits, a lesson. That's our job. In the wilderness, Moses lifted up the snake, burning on a stick, and whoever looked upon that snake was healed from the snake bite. Witchcraft is a snake bite. 
the witchcraft is swallowed up and bound to the law of God. The law of God is for punishment on the witchcraft spirits, judgment. Inside the rod of Aaron were snakes. The rod of Aaron was locked in the Ark of the Covenant, locked away and bound together with the law, also bound together with the bread. The bread broken is the stripes that heal us. Those stripes must be administered to the spirits in judgment as a reaping and sowing of the cross. This honour have all the saints to cause reaping and sowing to happen. In Judges chapter 5, we have the mother of Ciciera. Ciciera, it says, The mother of Ciciera, battle array, looked out the window and cried through the lattice, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarry the wheels of his chariots? Her wise ladies answered her, Yea, she returned answer to herself. She spoke back to herself. This is the mother of a witch who cannot go to see the sun because she's through a window behind lattice, another dimension, I believe. See, Sierra is the son of witchcraft. I believe he and his whole army in war against us are evil spirits sent out by witches. Now, it's very interesting. I believe many people are actually given to Satan as the prize or the spoil of war. I saw this in Judges chapter 5, verse 30. Had they not sped, had they not divided the prey to every man a damsel or two to see Sierra battle array, a prey of diverse colours, a prey of diverse colours of needlework, of diverse colours of needlework on both sides, meet for the necks of them that take the spoil. Yes, I believe some people have, have been put in a position where they are actually the prize of successful demons who killed people. The question is, if you are one of those persons, <laughs> that spirit is a, is a battle-worn demon who's not going to give you up very lightly. This, I believe, is possibly the spirit husband's. Judges 5.31, so let all thine enemies perish, O Lord, Yahweh the existing one, but let them that love him be as the sun where he goes forth in his might and the land has rest 40 years. The end of Judges chapter 5, it's saying the land had rest 40 years. For those that want rest, Judges 4 and 5, or the whole book of Judges, is the way to get rest. The enemies have to perish. In order for a witch to stop her witchcraft against you, it can be as drastic as the witch has to die. Now, I've had cases where we prayed against witches and we never pray that they die in terms of eternal death. We pray they be saved. But I've had cases where they died. I know a case in uh, Fiji, I was told, a preacher went there, a Fijian preacher, and uh, he had a warning for the witches when he was preaching. Repent and come now, lest you will all die. 
they didn't. I think some did and some didn't. And over the next three months, they all started dying. In fact, it was that bad that they were ringing up the pastor and contacting him to come back. And he says, too late, I've spoken. And every single witch in that region died. So we have a situation where we have life and death in the power of the tongue. Yes, we're using the life part. What about the death part? The judgment is serious, and this is so people realize there is a God and get saved. In the New Testament, Paul dealt with uh, uh, dealt with disobedience by handing them to Satan. The way that people uh, in disobedience are handed to Satan, bear in mind people in disobedience are not praying for, <laughs> for God to protect them. Uh, a witch certainly isn't. And handing them to Satan is binding their protection, satanic protections, causing those that love cursing for it to come back on them. There's plenty of scriptures about let them be snared in their own snare and fall in their own pit. Now, people need to um, remember that you have to be, um, you have to have your obedience fulfilled before you can start attacking in this way, and uh, otherwise you will cop it. If you sit at the table of the Lord and call for judgment and you are unworthy, you'll get judged with the person. This is where Paul says those that have communion in an unworthy manner get sick. They've got sick and died. So how do we do that? We put on the righteousness that's not our righteousness, but we put on by faith through obedience to God, we put on by faith the righteousness of Jesus Christ, which is following what he said in terms of no unforgiveness, no bitterness, no revenge, no wrong spirit actions, walking in the spirit of love. In 2 Corinthians 10.3, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for pulling down our strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts except self against the knowledge of good, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. This is and can be applied to witchcraft. We cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and that is the knowledge of witchcraft and the utilization of demons to cause people's destructions, the soul hunters. So the first step is the milk. The milk is God's love in action, called in by prayer. It says, yes, your kingdom come on our enemies. This is also praying for the witch to be saved. Now that love is commanded by Jesus to love our enemies, the milk is how we love them. And actions if the, in the natural are the kind to stop offences. We have to be kind and in love to stop offences. We have to also action in the natural to stop offences. If we remember, Jesus paid money that he did not have to pay to avoid offence. And actually, we come down to the definition of sin. Sin, by definition, I believe, is offence. Eve ate from the tree and offended the law, the rule. Cain killed his brother and broke no law, but still caused an offence. So sin is all offence with or without the law. It is actually just the wrong thing. So anyway, 
we can be blessed because people with no experience can use the milk. We have no fear because we are protected by God through his love. Love never fails. One must be walking right before the Lord, though, and obedient to what Jesus taught. No unforgiveness, no idolatry, and it includes coveting and wealth. Um, it says people who want to get wealthy are idolatrous. A developing of a skill, fighting at home, doing deliverance and healing like David did, that should be done, which is practicing. The meat of the word is for those that by doing, they've already done it. They're doing it, practicing it. The meat, which is the power, you know, food is fuel, is power, is for those that use it. And that's plain and simple in the passages about the talents. The ones that bury their talent, don't use it, actually lose it. In this business with God, it's use it or lose it, and those that use it get more. So um, God gives to those who have even more, and those that have even lose what they have by not using it. So people who have not practiced don't go out and fight witches. <laughs> Just get together with someone who's got some experience because you might end up like seven sons of Siva. But the good news is anyone can use the milk and it's powerful as a little lady in her tent fed Sierra the milk and covered him. She went on later to feed him butter from a royal dish, which is stirred up love, I believe. And this is where our praise and worship comes in, stirring up the love of God that it is in us. There is a lot of uh, passages about the praise goes up and the glory comes down. That's wrong. The fullness of the Godhead is in us. We praise and the living waters come out. So anyway, the milk will settle things down. The guy, C. Sierra, went to sleep. Now, revenge, vengeance is the Lord's. We are the Lord's body on earth and have been given to judgment. In Dan 7.22, says, until the Ancient of Days came, who do you think that is? And judgment was given to the saints. When? Judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Deuteronomy 32.43 says, Rejoice, O ye nations, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants and will render vengeance to his adversaries and will be merciful unto his land and to his people. I believe the church has to start walking in judgment in these days as the days of Noah are fast approaching on us. Unless you can administer judgment, you will not be able to defend yourself. What we find is, is that the law of God is in Exodus 21:23, And if any mischief follows, then you shall give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. That is getting back what, what you've done. This is justice of God righteously, justice perfect. Not one can complain about that kind of judgment, including Satan. Who, by the way, caused the cross, 
in uh, Luke, I think it's 21, they came out to arrest Jesus. Jesus said, you know, why don't you come and get me while I was in the temple, but you come out after me now with swords, etc. And Jesus said, nevertheless, it's your hour and the power of darkness. Yes, the power of darkness is judged to reap what it sowed in the death of Jesus. Mm. We are Jesus' family, and we have been appointed the right to avenge his death on this earth. Uh, in Ezekiel uh, 34, verse 16, I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. Do you remember what God said to the snake all the way up in the garden? Dust you will eat. Then he said to Adam, Cursed is the ground for your sake. Yes, the devil has to eat the curse. Jesus' body became a curse on a tree, became sin on the tree, a curse. The devil must be fed what he's done to Jesus. In Luke chapter 22, 29 to 30, Jesus explains it. The reason for the kingdom. Yes, we preach, thy kingdom come. Receive the kingdom, healing and deliverance. But there, here in this passage, Jesus gives a reason for the kingdom. He says, I appoint unto you a kingdom, speaking to the disciples, as my Father has appointed unto me. So we're being appointed a kingdom, same as what Jesus was given. The reason being, that you may eat and drink at my table. What is that table? On that table is the blood and the body of Jesus. We eat the inheritance of the blood. We eat the inheritance of the body. The inheritance is the payback from justice. Justice saying Jesus is entitled to his bloodline back. His bloodline being his family and his broken body, Jesus is entitled to health in his bloodline, a complete body, new body. Now he goes on to say, eat and drink at my table in my kingdom to sit on thrones judging Israel. Oh, do we judge Israel? Hmm, sort of, but we judge Judging means separate, put us under, to pick out, select, or choose the 12 tribes of Israel. There were 12 loaves of bread on the showbread table. There were 12 baskets of bread left over from the feeding of the 5,000. Pointing to the 12 tribes of Israel's blessings. Yes, Jesus harvested the blessings of Israel, the only one to keep the law, fulfill the law, the blessings and the cursings are Jesus. I'll bless those that bless you and curse those who curse you. The power of our judgment is the promises of Israel through the death of Jesus left to us in his will. We have been... As a church, I believe, administering the blessings very well. But we forgot 
to avenge all disobedience. Today we have ministers stroking the backs of disobedience, embracing them, eating with them and loving them. That's not love. Because those of disobedience like that are going to the pit. And they are saying, peace where there is no peace. They are prophesying, all is well when all is not well. And this is actually caught in the sin of witchcraft. False prophets cause witchcraft. False prophets can be in a church. Prophesying peace where there is no peace, causing disappointment, causing people to give up, blame God, causing them to open their hearts to wrong spirits and then being witchcrafted. This is done for money and actually the old... Folks, stand by a second. I've lost my internet connection. Brother Peter? Okay, let me do a sound check. Uh, folks, can you still hear me on Mixlr? Well, hang on a second. Okay, my internet connection's coming back. I may have to switch over to Telcom Cell. Hold on a second here. Stand by. Brother Peter? Yes, I'm here. We went down for just 60 seconds. That was not your fault. It was my end. My internet dropped. I'm cranking yeah. up my second connection just as a backup here. Now, I've got uh, new cards. I recharged them yesterday. So mm -hmm. we've oh, eliminated good. that as a problem. Um, I think we're okay. If we drop again... We'll take a brief pause, and I'll jump over to a backup connection. Uh, so we just... All right. We, we can have a breather anyway. Let's have a little song or whatever you want to do. Have a bit of a breather. It's pretty heavy going. This is... <laughs> oh, I, have, I have to apologize. This is a hard subject. There's no apology necessary. No, we're doing fine. It's just that um, my internet gave up the ghost there, but it, it came back. <laughs> um, it came back. And this is, the Lord. this is a great subject that we're, you're covering tonight. Because you know, I looked on the internet, Shannon, I, and I've looked all around. I, I can't find any real good, straightforward teaching on how to fight witchcraft. Um, pl plenty of people talk about it, but it's actually the mechanics that's needed, you know? You know, there's there's not a lot, and that, I agree with you 100%. We know witchcraft exists. Mm -hmm. You know, something I'm still meditating on and asking God for uh, answers is there was a yes. guy named... I want to think he goes by the name of Hurricane. He was um, a professional boxer, but he had a, a double life. He was also raised in uh, Caribbean witchcraft mm -hmm. and got off into it as a young boy and was recruited and was being groomed to be a, a hoodoo, a root worker, do all forms of witchcraft there in uh, New Orleans, I think is where he was from. And, you know, he said something interesting. He said, um, when you curse someone, it's going to boomerang on you. Mm -hmm. 
and I've, I've thought about that and I've thought about if we break witchcraft coming against us in the name of Jesus which we can do mm -hmm. does that automatically boomerang and hit the person who sent the curse um, well it does go back but the problem is is that the witches have got protection set up around them uh, you, you can tell they uh, they draw a circle on the ground, right? Yes. <laughs> and they stand inside it. And th there is an occult art to have demonic protection. Uh, if we look at Goliath, he had an armor bearer. Mm -hmm. He sure did, didn't he? The guy that would run before him holding the, the big shield. Yeah, that's it. So in the, in the witchcraft... In the witchcraft, they have a they have a shield. The, the, oh, I might need turning on. The, the in the witchcraft, I'm ordering a coffee. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> shield demons. In, in the witchcraft, it's um they got a shield, and there's there's passages that talk about the shields, and um, so we have to um we have to pray that their protection fail as per that passage. So I that want, is uh, very vital. We can bind them loose, right? Yes. So, so we pray that their protections fail. Um, and this is part of the hornets or the driving out of uh, spirits that are uh, more powerful than us. Now, a curse without a cause, of course, won't land, will it? But, but the problem is we're all unrighteous and Jesus called us evil. And uh, unless we have his righteousness on, which is the breastplate, the breastplate of righteousness, which is his righteousness, then that, that curse might just land and you can't send it back. It's yours. So um, we, we have to make sure this is the reason, uh, this is the reason for uh, righteousness. Now, um, I, I can explain uh, what happens with uh, blood sacrifice. You know, <laughs> I asked myself the question, why, why do the uh, witches do blood sacrifice? And, um, you know, we look upon those passages. What, what did God do to Cain? He, he, he said he will avenge blood, right? That's right. He'll avenge. Yeah. You know, we can just talk about it. I think it's better if we just talk about it more than me preach it because uh, people can listen to a conversation and sort of like get into the grist of it. Now, I'm not saying I'm an expert. I've had to learn this stuff. But um, God, God said he'd avenge Cain sevenfold, didn't he? And so um, if, you, uh, if you kill an innocent, you're going to uh, conjure up a judgment. You're going you're gonna to actually birth a judgment of sevenfold for the death of that innocent. Now, these judgments just don't hang around. They've got to go somewhere. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit like you've made a parcel to pass. And then you transfer it to your victim. And that's the reason for blood sacrifice. How's that? Amazing. And I know Satan wants to counterfeit everything yes. that God does. Because Jesus' blood 
takes our sin. It's the blood. Without the blood, the blood has something to do with the transferring of sin. Without the blood, there's no remission of sin, right? That's so right. this is Satan working in reverse. The name of um, the name of um, uh, Jericho means moon, and moon is a mirror. A mirror is reversed light. You see, the Satanists have the upside down cross. That is the judgment going the other way. They have a goat in the middle of their star. That is the scapegoat. You, the victim, are that goat. The laying on of hands transfers sin. Lay hands on people not suddenly and partake in others' sins. So witchcraft <coughs> is a transfer of judgment, iniquity. The iniquity is the penalty. It's a bit like uh, the law is don't park here. So you park there. A ticket is written. That is iniquity. And judgment is the payment for that ticket. So the ticket for the parking can be passed to whoever wants to pay it. Hello, I'll pay for that, brother. I'll pay for that. I'll pay for that, brother. Now you've received that iniquity. And that is the mystery of iniquity. It can be passed down. It goes, as we know, to generations. Witchcraft works by offer and approval. The, the witch has to get some sort of connection to get the person's approval to receive it. Uh, a cursed object. A, uh, an agreement. Bowing down to them. Worship, worship is, is saying, I agree to be under you. Being named, being tattooed is witchcraft. Being um, uh, agree in agreement, eating together, causes a covenant, a salt covenant. Giving a promise. The witchcraft can trick a person into giving a promise. Now, these promises and other things are done either in the real or in dreams. This is the object of Satan is to pass judgment belonging to him to people. Just like we can pass the judgment belonging to us to Jesus. Hmm, I never thought of it that way. But this is the things that has come up when we've been looking into this subject. So what do you think of that? I think this is amazing. Because just as you said, no one has really went into any depth on this. I myself have been looking for some more answers. And um, I know there's more information to come out. And that's what we're exploring tonight. If you're just joining us, we're live with Minister Peter Whiffen. He's coming to you live from Gold Coast of Australia. And tonight he's talking about how to fight and defend against a witch. These witches are real. You know, we came under some witchcraft attack this week. And you know what the enemy yes. will do is he'll try to bring a spirit of offense against you. He'll look for a way to get that curse to land. It could be he gets you into an argument and you let the sun go down on your wrath. Well, the word of God warns against doing that. And when you do that, the enemy has a legal right to come in. 
he found a crack in your armor. Unforgiveness. That'll allow a crack in your armor to be exploited. I'll give you another. I'll give you another one. If we yeah. look in the sorry, Shannon, but oh, yes, if you look me. in the um, you look in the passage of uh, the Psalm eighty-three, it tells you who's involved, who they've ganged up with. What's it say? Well, it infers things like, and this is the technology. Give you the technology, then we'll have a look at the notes. The technology is. I'll curse those who curse you. There's judgment, as we said, for the blood. But if they can get you to curse Israel. Oh, boy, that's right. Yeah, you're going to have one land right back on your own head, aren't you? That's so exactly that right. Is, True. Eh? Yes. Now, now there's another one you can curse. It's just as bad as cursing Israel. The Muslims. How so? They're Ishmael. Yes. It says the tab tabernacles of Edom. And um, Edom came from uh, our famous fellow that God hated, Esau. The Ishmaelites. Now, these are people. That's uh, Ishmael's family. Moab, I believe, is uh, 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 Ishmaelites says God will hear. If you start cursing the, the Muslims, uh, you, you might end up uh, with a problem back in your lap because they have the blessing of, Is of uh, Abraham on them through blood right. So Moab, uh, Moab uh, is of his father. I believe that is the, um, that is the uh, seed of Satan. Of his father, it's like you are of your father, the devil. And the Hargreens is the wanderer. I, I, I believe that the, I believe that they are, uh, could be the, uh, um, uh, the vagabonds. And it's interesting that the sons of Sheba was the vagabond Jews who wander. Uh, Gebel is a boundary. Ammon is tribal. These are demons. Um, Amalek means spiritless toiler. That Amalek, uh, God says he hates Amalek. He's against Amalek. Amalek is a demon for sure. The Philistines are demons. Grief-causing immigrants is the meaning of their name. And uh, the inhabitants of Tyre, and we know that Tyre was the devil, that uh, uh, the angel that held up uh, the the promises going to um, Daniel. Um, Ashur, uh, be straight, is also joined with them. I don't know about Ashur, but and then they have Hopin, the children of Lot. Yes, Lot is also uh, involved. So these are the ones that are used in witchcraft. Well, you know, it's you a made complex a subject. It, it's very complex. You made a very good point. Um, we're not to hate anybody, any class of people, mm. any race of people. Word of God is mm. very clear. And love your neighbors as yourself. Mm. If we don't have love, we've failed at all. Now, it doesn't have we'll to be, be we, we love their ways. I'm not going to love the fact that a, a person who's involved in Islam is worshiping a demon called Allah. And people can make all the arguments they want for that, but the fact is Allah had no son. 
Yeah, we know that. And you and go back and do research and you find out what Allah was. It was one of about 365 devils, devils that were worshipped by Muhammad. So, but they say Allah is God. No, Allah is not God. That's their demon God. But that's not the one true living God. So I'm not going to um, give any any um, deference for the worship of devils. But you know what? We've got to look beyond their fault and see their need, just like witches or anyone involved in any type of man-made religion, worshiping demons. Yes, you know instead of criticizing them, cursing them, really, you'll get it back. I believe many Christians are sick and suffering because they're by mistake, known or unknown, uh, they're, they're actually speaking and praying curses. So uh, we have to look at the way we pray. We have to look at what we say. And we have to look at what we do. True. Recognizing that sin, in essence, is the opposite of love, which is offense. Anything that offends, lawful or not lawful, you can be absolutely right and still be offensive. You know, and I'm guilty of that. I've done that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have to stop that. Does God so, want to save Muslims? Absolutely he does. That's how we beat them. How are we going that's to? How they're, that's yeah. how they're, they're sorted out. They're coming to America. Witness to them. They can't kill you for it. Many Muslims are coming to Christ. Now, um, we, no one says that you have to open your border and embrace no. them. And you know what? You, a country has a right <clears throat> to say, hey, you believe in, in something that we don't um, want to foster here. We're not interested in Sharia law. <clears throat> There's plenty of land in the Arab countries for you to exist. And there is. Mm. The interesting part is Saudi Arabia does want to take them in. <clears throat> Yet they've got literal tent cities of 100,000 air-conditioned tents, totally and they right. won't put the people up. And I, very, we could very easily get off into politics tonight. That's not the where we want to go tonight. But I just I wanted to reaffirm what you said, which is we got to love the Muslims. We got to love witches. Doesn't mean we love this what how, they do. Yeah, this this is how we're going to deal with them. We pray they be saved. But let them fill their faces with shame, so they seek the name of the Lord. You pray verse Psalm 83, we can pray Psalm 83, apply to them. You're not cursing, you're applying the psalm. God, if it be your will, let Psalm 83 apply to them. And then you, you bless them by witnessing to them. You know, I'm witnessing to them all the time. Yes. I see them, I've, I've got my, you have to be wise to witness, not be wise and you witness. You have to be wise. You have to, you have to have wisdom to witness. Paul said, I'll show you the unknown God. That was wisdom. He saw an opening and preached it, right? Yes. Now, you know, I go up to him and say this sometimes. Oh, thank you very much. You're blessed. You're nuns. And they say, we're not nuns. Oh, <laughs> sorry, you look like nuns. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Um, I realized the Catholic Church actually started Islam, so you really are nuns. They, they <laughs> even got you dressing like nuns, but that's all right. Google it and have a look. <laughs> and you should see the shock look on their faces. Wow. Because it's that's absolutely true. true. The Catholic Church invented Islam and made them to dress like nuns. 
That's amazing. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, we can we can use the element of doubt. Throw doubt into their camp like dust into a fire. Oh. I tell them just because your mum and dad say Muslim, you have a look at the history of it. Muhammad was married to a nun. You people are being the tools of the Catholic Church without knowing it. Didn't they look at me? I preached in the Mount of the Quran. I say, you approve it. It's in the Quran. Jesus' mum's in there. You people don't respect women, but you've got Jesus' mum, a woman, in one whole passage of the Quran. What's that? Because the Catholic Church wrote it. I believe there's a lot of evidence to support that. A lot of people don't know, but it's true. So I say to them, you say Jesus is a prophet. You say he's alive. His mum's in the Quran, right? Wouldn't you like to know him? I don't care if they think he's a prophet or not. They don't know who he is. So I say to them, wouldn't you like to know him? And they let me pray with them. Wow. I'll pray with you now to know Jesus. Is that all right? Oh, yes. Let's pray. Dear Father God in heaven, we want to know you. We want to know Jesus. We want to know the truth. Do you agree? Yes. And from there, it's in the hands of God. Hey, that's great. I like that. Yes. You know, we should be, as a church, not worried about the Muslims. Go preach to them because you can't go to their country and preach. You'll get killed. Right. So God's sending them to you. It's a blessing. Whoa, I didn't think about that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, we can't just get on a plane and go to these countries. Like Saudi Arabia, no. you've got to have an invite. Hmm. I it's had the- a Muslim lay his mat down to do his afternoon prayers. So I stood behind him, put my hands in the air and praised Jesus right next to him. And I, I said, I see you're religious. You can worship your God and I can worship mine and you can't cut my head off like you could in your own country. That's right. <laughs> yeah. What did he do? And he, he looked at me. He was a big guy too. I had to have a lot of guts to do that. But he, he was a big guy. And I said to him, Jesus Christ is God and you will know one day. So, you know, we uh, we got an opportunity to be bold in our own countries instead of running for cover. The other thing is all this Black Lives Matter and all this stuff is designed to get you cursed with witchcraft. Don't be stupid. Talk it's about designed, that. It's designed for mankind to curse each other. The devil's laughing. Then he can put his witchcraft on your wall. Jesus said, all lives matter, as we know. Praise the Lord. Amen. What are some of the other tactics that the witches use? And how do we defeat them? Okay. Um, The witches will use our worship of money to bow down to idols. You know, you ever go in those shops run by the migrants? They've got those little waving cats in there. Yeah, I've seen them here. Yeah, I, I always, uh, <laughs> I always say, uh, 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 thank you for my, I buy my groceries here and I just want to buy some food for, for the cat. Will it eat it? And they say no. And I say, well, how can that help you? You know, you're better off worshiping the living God, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's alive. The cat's dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they look. <laughs> they look because it makes them look stupid about how the cat can look after them and that you know being kind that's stupid 
I've seen them, the little cats, right up on the uh, the countertop, and it has the waving hand or that something moves or the tail, right? Hmm. And smiling. Hmm. Another witchcraft is uh, another witchcraft is the um, um, gaining of a promise. We talked about that, but you have to be very careful what you agree to. But agreement is not only made with the mouth, Shannon. As you know, how else is agreement made? Handshake. Handshake. An what? action. Once you're aware mm -hmm. of something, you don't take action. You just continue on. Sit down at a restaurant. Do you sign a contract? No. Order a meal. Say, yeah, I'd like that. Is that signing a contract? Well, it is. Yeah. So in law, uh, and Romans 1 says the natural shows the supernatural, you can uh, sign a contract for buy property or something with your signature. And virtually that contract is just a memorial of an agreement. And you can sign a contract by, uh, that's called expression, but there's also a law term called an implied contract. Mm. Sit down at a restaurant, you're implying a contract. That's right. So that's this is the most sneakiest way the witches get one, implying a contract. A musician can get an implied contract with you by you buying his album. Singing his song. Now, witchcraft in the church, have a look at the song lyrics. Every lyric that is a promise is witchcraft. Every lyric that is an oath is witchcraft. Jesus said, all oaths are from the evil one. So when you sing, I will do something, I will, I will, I will, you're doing an oath. Mm. The world runs by oaths, benefactors, names, titles, oaths, doesn't it? Oh, we do an oath of allegiance. Jesus says that's from the evil one. Mm. You go to court, you do an oath to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Does that oath finish when you walk out of the courtroom? No. And now you've got a cause to receive witchcraft. Hmm. They're teaching people to go to the fraternities. They don't do it here, but they do it in the US, I believe, at the universities. Everyone joins the secret club. Don't the Freemasons do an oath? They sure do. Queen Sheba, as I said before, I think on the show we had some time, got deliverance in First Kings chapter 10. I believe it was a sign of full deliverance, and it is her name is Sevenfold Oath. The devil knows very well, once you make an oath, you're stuck with it. Have a look at Joshua. He made an oath with the Gibeonites. They tricked him, and even though it was a dishonestly made oath, it stuck. It stuck to a next generation, and I think it cost David a few lives. So oaths are the way that witchcraft binds us. Go down and do yoga. 
during the yoga, they go, um, um, um. Now you bow down to a devil with an oath. You're finished. Promise somebody something and don't do it. You're, you're open to witchcraft. Mm. You can do an oath with your voting. Hard subject at the moment. You vote for a person that does abortion, you've done an oath for murder. And you'll join the sin of murder. Now, the sin of murder is very interesting because the judgment of murder comes from men. We can go up to Genesis chapter 9. God talking to, I'll look it up here, Genesis 9. This is a principle here that God did with Noah, and it's never been taken away. Vengeance is mine, but God uses men to perform that very vengeance. Whosoever sheddeth man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. Genesis 9 verse 6. So, if you are in agreement to receive the penalty of shedding man's blood, you'll die. Do you know the statistics of, of women that have abortions and they haven't done the men, the husbands, and it'll be the same? Is I think it's one about 1,200 or 1,400% higher of dying in the next few years. Do an abortion, you sign your death warrant. Mm. Now, this also applies to Satan because God says in verse 5, And surely the blood of your lives I will require, and at the hand of every beast I will require it. Oh, animals are judged for murder. And at the hand of man, every hand of every man's brother, I require the life of man. And this implies that the killing of an innocent animal as a blood sacrifice will cause an iniquity certificate of murder to be produced. Death. This is black magic. Then that is passed, just like we pass our iniquity to Jesus, that is passed to us as a scapegoat. And we will die. In Australia, the Aboriginals have a ceremony of pointing the bone. And you get the bone pointed at you, you don't survive, you die. So the church has in its hands the power for righteous judgment which means the right way. You know, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, righteousness is right standing with God. You know, Shannon, I find there's cliches and, and truths, yes, truths that are part truth. And, you know, it's just as dangerous to add or take away from God's word. Yes, that's right. So, so righteousness, yes, is right standing with God. But it's also the right way. God is righteous. Who does he right stand with? The Bible says Joseph was a righteous man. He was going to put her away quietly. Now the law was she should have been stoned. It means he was doing something that was right. 
And it's about time we as a church realized we have to take up righteousness, which means doing things right, and take up faith, which means doing things faithful. <laughs> God is faithful. And I put this out there. Without faithfulness, you can't please God. And faithfulness worketh through love. Some people are preaching faith is everything. Faith is a force. Faith is this, faith is that. Faith will get you what you want. The Bible say, add to your faith. It's just the beginning. Faith is just a step. And the end of that step is love in action. So when we see a witch at, at, at the, uh, you know, when I see a witch telling the fortunes, I've had one sit down with me. Hey, uh, <laughs> right in the streets, uh, in the shops, uh, sat down and said, I'm going to, I can tell you your fortune. And uh, I said, I can tell you yours. And I'll give you yours for free. Yeah, you're going to burn. Wow. You're lost. It's true. And, that, and that's the truth. True. And, I, and she and she said, I know. <laughs> what? They know. And, and I said, you got to come out of this, Liz. Your end is going to be terrible. Well, why Why do they continue if they know? It's a sin of the flesh. It's um, What it is, is it's um, there's the sensations, the tickling, the flesh, the feelings, the, um, uh, the covetousness. Uh, you know, I believe a witch gets healed by transferring their sickness to their victim. We transfer our sickness to Jesus. So, okay, let's get down to the protection side of things. One must make sure they're not in any way, shape or form in agreement with a witch. That includes being in dreams, cursed objects, records music, singing and confessing, uh, anything of promise, oaths of allegiance, all of that stuff. How do you get out of an oath, though, Chardonnay? The Bible say you can't. I hear a lot of people say, I break the oath. No. God says, no, you can't break your own oath. It Jesus says, said, don't make one. If you're don't not going make to it. it. What about if you made one? It's a good Ooh, question. Sugar. You know, i got to go to a house. i got to go to a house uh, after this. They bought a dragon, didn't they? Uh, a six-foot-high one. And um, rubbed its belly, named it, and thought it was cute. And uh, wow. now it's moving uh -oh. on its own. And one of them's been possessed and held up off the floor to the ceiling against the wall by a spirit. Wow. It scared the hell out of them. And um, I was referred by Australia, one of Australia's biggest psychics <laughs> who knows me from the Woman's Weekly article. And, they and, got, and he don't want he don't want to go there. He said he doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to deal with that, does he? <laughs> no. He he made an excuse it's too far for him to go, but he charges five hundred bucks. 
What type of dragon was it? Is it a uh, is a statue? A it's a statue. And they named it, and they rub its belly, huh? Yeah, and they offered it food. Uh oh, praise the Lord. God have mercy. That's the most wicked symbol you can get. Continue on. Yeah, yeah. So that thing's toast today. I'll go there and knock its head off, and um, maybe they, they went to church, and it all seemed to quieten down a little bit. <laughs> so, so here you have here you have witchcraft. Um, witchcraft uh, manifesting drives people to church. <laughs> yeah. Yes. These ladies are going to sit down and really listen to me today, aren't they? Hmm. So um, let's get the other side of the sword going. God says in Psalm 119, 175, let thy judgments help me. All Jesus' ways are judgments. We've been appointed to sit on thrones judging. But the question is, have you been appointed? Have you been counted worthy? Mm -hmm. Joshua, uh, in Joshua, and this is where Jesus got it, I believe, they said, uh, let's, uh, he said, who wants to go home, uh, get married, uh, bury your family and do clean up your personal business? And they said, we do. So they, he said, you, okay, off you go. And the ones who were left became captains. And Jesus said the same thing. You want to you wanna do your life and you want to do all those things, fine, then you won't be a captain. Virtually, you're not worthy, which means worthy to judge. Jesus, uh, it says uh, in um, Isaiah, ate butter and honey. Butter is stirred up love, and honey is enlightenment from the rock, God's enlightenment. Jesus ate butter and honey so he would know the good and refuse the evil. Once you can, once you can get that, and sit in the teaching of peace in Jerusalem and get endured with power from on high, not just talking, power. You can, you can be appointed to eat at the table and judge and tear down all this. Myself, about two months ago, I, two, three months ago, I started praying Hillary Clinton, whatever she's doing, would come in the dark, from out of the dark into the light. Yes. And I'm not saying just my prayers, there's many praying, but that's the right way to pray for that. Let whatever they're doing, let whatever witchcrafts they're witchcrafting be seen and let them have Psalm 83. Let their faces be filled with shame that they perish so they get saved. Hmm. We know they're witches, some of them. They go down to Bohemian Grove, don't they? So the whole world is being witchcrafted. It's not a small problem. TV shows will witchcraft you. Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm agreeing with this show. Sitting there emotionally. See, our emotions cause the bondage. 
What we emotionally, it says, remember the soul tie with David and Jonathan? It was made with love. And when we love our Buddha statue, we cause a bondage, we cause a bind. Did Jesus say uh, somewhere it said, those that love it eat the fruit of it. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, but it's fueled by love. Those that love it will eat the fruit of it. The fuel of faith is love. Love fuels faith because love is God himself. You know, Peter, so I know... Ain't going. Sorry, I'm just rambling here now. No, no, this is good. I know a man who um, loved the look of two Buddha statues. Thought it looked kind of cool. He kind of <laughs> liked uh, art. He put them in his house. He got cancer. Hmm. We can find cancer in Job chapter 30. We can find astral traveling in Job chapter 30. We can find loose emotions in Job chapter 30. We can find that the devil can make our emotions go wild. By a demon in us will make our emotions go wild. How often have you heard someone say, I lost, I just lost it. I don't know what happened. What came over me? All the time. I lost it. I punched the guy. Hmm? That's emotions running wild. And our emotions are actually our reins. You know, a horse has reins, you know, the steering wheel. Let's go yes. put it in the modern technology. Our emotions are our steering wheel. Hmm. God says to gird up your steering wheel, doesn't he? Your emotion, your loins. Gird up your loins. That means make your emotions strong. Get control of your emotions. Hmm. You can't control your emotions. You need more deliverance. We all need more deliverance anyway. It's true. But all of us. Jesus said, if you don't let me wash your feet, you've got no part of me. You're clean, but you need a wash. Hmm. Oh, I'm clean. Yes, the devil can't live with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but you need a wash. Jesus said, you don't do that. You've got no part of me, which his name is salvation. Actually, the name meaning of Jesus is Yahweh is salvation and the meaning of Christ is the anointed Messiah whose name means Yahweh is salvation. <laughs> so Jesus' name means Yahweh is salvation, the anointed one who is Yahweh means salvation. <laughs> God's name is salvation, 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 deliverance, healing, salvation. That's his name. That's exactly right. Yeah. So he doesn't like witches. You have the Lord on your side with witches. He doesn't like their actions. We can say from the scripture very safely that God loves the witches, people. He hates the demons. He hated the demons. And he wants to save the witches. It's in the hand of the church to save the witches. How do we do we it? Must wit we must witness to them. 
First of all, we must get ourselves invincible by putting on the breastplate of Jesus Christ's righteousness. Brings me to another point. The armour. How do you put the armour on? (laughs) People pray, oh, I put on the... uh, the helmet of salvation, I put on the shield of faith, I put on the belt of truth, I pray it every morning. No, I don't think that's how you put it on. Agree with you. you that's not what it. it's talking about, is it? Talking about it won't do it. You have to walk it. Love is action. You can't have love without action. You have to walk love. You, you know, you have to, love is expression. You have to walk it. You have to put it on. How do you put on the helmet of salvation? The scripture says it's put on with hope. You have to hope in the resurrection, hope in the promises of God, which is the word of God, is the promises of God. And you have the helmet on when you hope. You can't pray it on effectively. You go, I hope in the promises of I will be resurrected, raised incorruptible. The stone has rolled away. That is how you put your helmet on. This is why the martyrs could die. Did they worry about dying? No. They knew they would get another body. They, they, they feared God who could kill after death. And they didn't fear the ones that can just kill the body. They had the hope of salvation on, the helmet on. How do you put on the boots of the gospel? I pray, I put the boots on. Oh God, I pray, I put the boots of the preparation of the gospel of peace on. That's not going to do it. Preparation of the gospel of peace means learning how to heal and deliver. Preparing, preparation, doing, learning, being a student, a disciple. Is another word for student, isn't it? Yes. Do it. David said, Now, it's his son, circumcised Philistine. I killed the lion and the bear already. If David hadn't practiced at home, Goliath would still be your descendants on the earth today. Hmm? Everyone else couldn't do it. But David had practiced. He knew he was a good shot with that slingshot. That's so, right. Yeah. So you want to pray, I put the preparation of the gospel of peace, stop that and start doing it and put them on. <laughs> yeah? Start practicing. How do you defeat witchcraft? Get some practice. How do you get practice? Start doing deliverance and healing for people. That's oh, right. I have the kingdom of heaven with me. Can I pray for you? <laughs> I like that. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's uh, uh, brothers and sisters who we love are doing this, of course. We love everyone, but, I mean, they're doing it out there, you know, without mentioning them all, but they're out there doing it. Be a doer of the promises of God. A doer, a doer, a doer. That's how you're going to beat witchcraft. Otherwise, when the flood comes, which is this gang up against you, you will not stand. The one that built his head house on the rock was the one that did these things right oh message (laughs) it's you know a sunday school message 
when are we going to get it in our head? Hmm? Oh, I don't do deliverance. Well, you can just mental assent. It's not going to help you. When the demons come looking for you in the night. Now, what I suggest is don't leave the night season open. We know that a new day, the devil has got us all tricked that the new day is in the morning. And the new day is not in the morning. The new day is at sunset. That's what the word says. You're so right. That, yes. Yeah. So uh, remember the uh, story of the kingdom? The enemy came and sowed in the night. Mm. So um, what happens is, is that we, we forget to pray after sunset. We get up in the morning and pray. We pray during the day. But we don't pray at sunset so the period between sunset and the morning is wide open god says it's a daily bread you got to pray every day <laughs> if you don't pray every day the flood is going to build up and up and up and up and up tell me about it i got hit with it and it's not funny you have to do communion at dinner time and pray in your inheritance, which is your supply, all your needs, all the riches of Jesus Christ's glory. You see, we've been given all things. Jesus Christ owns us. He owns all things through owning us who own all things. Is that we how God pray, supplies huh? our needs? It's on a daily basis, isn't it? Give us yes, a you know why? Our daily bread? I thought about it. Why? Yeah, daily bread. You know why? He, he said, build up your treasures in heaven where the thief can't get them, right? Right. So he just uh, uh, ministers daily because the thief can get them. If you get a year supply, you're going to lose it, and then you're going to be poor for a year. Wow. I didn't think about you that. Can, yeah. Doesn't it make sense? Like, say I'm the rich, rich uncle and I leave you an inheritance for life. Yes. And I say, Shannon, turn up on your birthday to the lawyers. They're going to give you uh, next year's money, 100000 indexed to inflation out of my trust. Um, you, you tell all your mates, oh, I can't wait till Thursday. I'm going to the lawyer to get my, um, my hundred grand. Yes. What are your mates going to do? They're going to be there and help you spend it. <laughs> Amen. I know a guy that <laughs> that did. happened to. His grandfather was a brain surgeon, heart surgeon, rather. He was left in inheritance, and he was a young guy, about 21. And he just blew his money. All of a sudden, he's run out. Thank God his, his uh, grandfather was smart and didn't allow him to have access to all the money at once. He had it in a trust. So he was literally, you know, riding on fumes until the next lump sum came out. But that was wisdom. That makes sense. So God says, give us a, has us pray, give us a stare, daily bread. And built mm -hmm. into that prayer is, and uh, deliver us from evil. Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of stuff built into there, isn't there? Yes, and I now have come to the realization that the, you know, it's, it's religious, sound religious, but it's not religious. Don't let that stop you. Mm. The Lord's Prayer was sent with 
sin up with all your heart at communion, it's going to do the job. Communion. So we should take communion every day. Would that be advised? Minimum. Minimum. And and it needs to be taken after sunset to guard your night season. Because the attacks come when people sleep. Yes. When things get really quiet, especially what between twelve and like four a.m. is the three, witching hour. Three, three o'clock. That sort of thing. Yes. In the morning, two, three o'clock, midnight. The witches know because that's the time when they're when they're not fighting the prayers of the saints. Oh boy. Mm. Oh boy. So, when you're asleep, your body's asleep, but your soul is awake. God says he talks to us in dreams. So does the devil. And how many times people have bad dreams? This is defending against witchcraft. They absolutely are in agreement with the dream. They wake up and go, oh, my goodness, I, I ate something. I ate a snake in my dream. It was tasty. Or I ate it. That's agreement. Eating a snake in, in a dream is agreeing to receive judgment. So what do you do? You wake up and go, oh, my goodness, I had a snake in my dream or I ate food in my dream or I got in some agreement in my dream. You, you need to uh, – everyone needs to realize the mechanism. You can't break your own oaths. Don't say, I break an oath. Don't pray for people we break the oath. You can't. Numbers 30 is quite clear. The husband can break the oath of the wife and daughter, not sons. What is that? That is a type and shadow, I believe, of God in the church. Is not he our husband? Right. So it says in the day that he hears it, he can allow or disallow the vow. And in this way, God has made Adam and Eve and he made a safety valve. And this is righteously dealing with vows and oaths and agreements and contracts and the transfer of witchcraft. What it is, is in the day he hears it. So you confess to God, God, I've made an oath in my dream. Can you overturn it because it will hurt me? That's how you fix it. Very important. You can't break an oath. Only the husband can break the oath of the wife. The wife can't say, I break my oath. doesn't work. So we ask God in Jesus' name to break the oath that was made in the dream when someone gave us something to eat. Yeah. What other and oaths this, can be This broken? applies for all oaths. Oh, I find I've got, a, I've got a, a CD that's demonic. Okay, most people just chuck it out. But you have to pray, God, please take me out of agreement. Break the oath with that CD. See, a king, we are kings. God respects his office of a king. When you make a decree, which is an oath, a, a, a statement, an oath, an agreement as a king, it stands. But the one that can break and cancel the oath of a king is the king of kings, our safety valve. But the king of kings will not work in automatic because he respects the oath of a king. 
a king must offer the oath to the king of kings, and that is confession. Make sense? Yes. So, this recent case of some, some people that were going to the uh, horror movie Conjuring 2. One person died in the theater, and they carried the body off. A young girl became demonized when the demons jumped right out of the, the screen into her, and she was manifesting right there, screaming, and people trying to help her. Mm. She came into agreement with the demons in that movie. You talked yes. about agreements that we make. She made a contract with the enemy. Now, it was very foolish. Many people are. They don't know what they're doing. But they sat there, bought the ticket, and watched it. What's taking place in, in that process? That's a scapegoat. And, you know, Hollywood is the wood of the witchcraft stick, the spelling stick, the wand. So demons can be transmitted through um, through movies. Yeah, all agreements. Where whatever mechanism is causing the agreement. I had a case where a girl could not be delivered. They've been trying for years. And remember, we did the talk on scapegoats. Yes. They came back and uh, said that it was discovered that she had been scapegoated by Edward Scissorhands' movie. What do you mean? She put her heart into loving that movie. Uh -oh. And when she renounced that movie, the demon came out. Oh, boy. I had a guy, I had a guy I was praying with who was poor, uh, a real estate agent. He, um, I'm praying with him, nothing's happening. And then I remember the old thing. So I, I go... Um, about oaths in the dreams. As soon as we covered the oaths in the dreams, this thing come up in him saying, he's rich, he's rich, he can't be rich. Who are you? Ah, oh, he's rich, he's rich, he can't be rich, he can't be rich, he can't be rich. Come out. Wah, the thing came out. I went, oh, that's good. That come out easy. From there, the guy started getting commissions. What had happened to the man? He, he got in an agreement with something in his dream. So a witch will do a spell and send you a dream. Mm. A How? witch will get a piece of your body or a piece of your clothing or an item you own and love. The more you love it, the better, apparently. And a voodoo will get a doll of you one day. Right. And now stick pins in it, won't they? Yes. That's called stitching, sewing, stitching the person up. Mm. Wow. So we need, why am I doing this talk today? Look, I don't know everything, Shannon, but I'm touching the, the tail of the tiger here, the tip of the iceberg. Come on, let's all study this and get some revelations. Let's you start reading the Old Testament, especially with the names Bible, you will see witchcraft everywhere. 
and you'll see it in action. And and we need to see it because see, salvation's simple, but the demonic realm, witchcraft, is complex. Mm. Yes, it is. And Satan, Satan is crafty. Mm. And he will use these. He will lay these traps, and we walk right into them and get snared because of mm. ignorance to the enemy's devices and how he operates and not knowing the word yeah. of God. You mentioned, uh, we've we got about 10 minutes on the clock. I wanted to say, uh, folks, you enjoy this? I am. This is so rich. We're, we got Peter coming mm-hmm. back next week. Peter, can you still make next week? Is that all right for you? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, no problem at all. See, they, these, uh, these things we're doing, I'm doing, not just uh, mental ascending. We're practicing this stuff. Discovering what works. Um, I actually uh, I, I found a um, I found a way to pray also that's important. Um, I can give it out here because it needs to get out. Remember the saying: "Death is swallowed up in victory." Yes. Call the kingdom of heaven the victory of the cross. To swallow the problem. What do you mean? Okay, someone's got a problem. I feel depressed. Okay, we call now the kingdom of heaven to come. Let the victory of Jesus Christ come and swallow depression. In Jesus' name. We call on the victory to swallow up this problem. That's in the word of God. We can use it literally. Yes. Yes. How about that? I love that. I, I, I started ministering that way, and to my surprise, spirits started running for cover everywhere. Mm. That's good. <laughs> I fell over it. What else you got? Um, call them to be crucified like Moses crucified the snake in the wilderness. Bind them to the judgment in the laws of God. Because, see, the snakes were inside Aaron's rod, bound in the ark. No one ever got healed, did they, touching the ark? The ark saves us by judgment. The ark marched across the Jordan, didn't it? You know, we heard so, Wynn Worley would say mm-hmm. something like, I bind you to the truth on Judgment Day. Is there a tie in yeah, there? Yeah, but no. No, yes, but no. Um, judgment is certain, but God says the timing of judgment is not set. You remember the demons? You come to torment us before the time? Right. Remember, God says some people's sins precede them, some follow them. Hmm? So we have in our hand to call judgment to happen now, this day. I like that. Hmm? See, it says in Matthew twelve twenty, a bruised reed shall he not break, a smoking flax shall he not quench, till he sends forth judgment unto victory. 
We need judgment to get victory. Matthew 12.20 mm. So we call for judgment. It says, who calls for righteousness? Who calls for justice and judgment? This is the honour of the saints, and it's not just for demons. We can call for justice and judgment on the people in government. Let them do what they promised. Let their lies be exposed. Let us have justice and judgment here. That's a fair prayer. Absolutely. Why do people go to court to pursue their cause to get a judgment? Once they've gotten the judgment in the court, now they've got some legal footing and backing to go out there and recover. Judgment makes the grace payable. You get an insurance claim and they don't pay you, you take them to court, right? Yes. Then the court says, pay him. He had a policy. He's got a contract. They say, oh, we don't want to. Oh, you have to. So the law is to make sure grace gets paid. What is grace? The payback for the death of Jesus. Given to us. Hmm. Grace is not unmerited favor. Yes, it is. It's, this is another thing, Shannon. Little explanations of a bigger truth. Grace is unmerited favor, but it's the unmerited favor of the payback of the blood and body of Jesus Christ left to us in his last will and testament. They left out a lot of details, didn't they? Yes, there's many things left out that, that are um, causing confusion. You know, we talked about Eve. She extended the word. The devil said, did God say eat from the tree? She said, we, can eat, uh, we can't eat from the tree that's in the midst of the garden. We can't even touch it. And the can't even touch it part killed her. Because she picked it, she didn't die. The Bible says she picked it, then she ate it. Now, this brings another point. You want to defend witchcraft if you're married and you're in disagreement with your wife or husband, forget it. When Eve ate from the tree, nothing happened. When Adam ate, the eyes opened. Hmm. They forgot the doctrine of two are one flesh. The Bible say, husbands love your wife. If you don't, your prayers will be hindered possibly. This defeating witchcraft relies on answered prayer. So people need to get into a condition where their prayers are being answered. Mm. Peter, Which this is... right motive. Hmm? Brother, where did the time go? We're just about out of time. This is good tonight. It's always good when we get Peter in. Listen, this is so rich. We've got to get more. you got so it's much to teach. It's time we just go, eh? Time, let's go. Let's start ministering and walking. Let's be the head and not the tail. You know? Amen. Let's stop being the underdogs, you know. We're not dogs. We're, we're the royal priesthood. What are you doing Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got your book. I, you uh, know, I wish I had more time yeah. to, uh, uh, to, to put all these things together. This is just the tip of an iceberg. Oh, yeah. But I is. hope it's a talk that can get direction. Yeah. Yes, there is hope. There is hope for the ones that are not getting answers. There's hope for the ones that are underneath attack. There's hope. We have to fight. 
Peter is going to be back with us next uh, next week, same time. Peter, I got you set up for Saturday, 9 to 11 next week, unless you tell me something's come up. Both weeks. It's yours. And um, well, before we close, because i got to uh, continue the marathon tonight, I want you to give sure. out your contact information. I want you to tell people how they can write to you. you got a website, and I hope that you're putting this in print copy, Peter, because this is too valuable not to. Yeah, I've got, I've got notes made. I just need more time to, like, sift them through. But my website is hiskingdomstable.com, and my Facebook is my name, Peter Whiffen, W-H-I-F for Facebook, I-N. Same at Hotmail, my name. So praise the Lord. I'm happy to pray for anyone. I told God, he gives me the talent, I'll use it. <laughs> That's an oath. Praise the Lord. Brother anyway. Peter, um, if someone wants to contact you for deliverance, you have a Skype address you can give out? Oh, yeah. Value, V-A-L-U, 777 Skype. It's the word Skype on the end of it as well. Value, 777 Skype. Okay, and one more question. You mentioned a book called The Names Amplification Bible. This is a project God gave you. To mm-hmm. take words that we've read over, not knowing that they had a meaning. How many words were have you counted so far that uh, have meanings beyond just the the name? There's um, there's thirty three thousand entries. Seventeen percent of the Bible we cannot understand. How do you know what Zalmuna means when you read it, or Zeba? Make their nobles like Zeba. What does that say? Nothing. But when you read it's sacrificial victim, you now read make their nobles like the sacrificial victim. So you went through and and took the words and defined them. I'm out of time, but how can people find out about the Names Amplification Bible? It's got a website, namesamplificationbible.com, and uh, on my Facebook. uh, We're just about to print it, and there may be some Really good uh, news on good ones coming out before Christmas, I, I'm hoping now. And uh, we're working on that project. It's a big project because you have to do minimum runs because of the thin paper, etc. You can't just get it printed. So um, uh, if anyone wants to help me print it, I'd, I'd really appreciate that because uh, that's where my love is. I'm making, I'm making a, a, um, a foundation for the Bible, non-profit. So everything that comes for the Bible goes with the Bible. Okay, we're going to see you back on the 8th, and let me know if you want the 15th also. You might just have to do every week. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I book it in um, because I, I had enough of seeing the Saints hit and me hit and everybody else hit. Let's just hit them. Let's hit them back big time. There it is. Brother, we love you. We're going to see you next time, and um, let me know how today's house deliverance goes. God bless you. Let me, <laughs> Father God, hey, I'm asking that you would loose – Warrior angels to surround Brother Peter. Go with him today in Jesus' name. Give him protection and victory as he goes over to that house with the dragon statue today. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Give me an after-action report. Take care, brother. We love you. Okay. Cheers. See you next time. Blessing to everyone. That was Peter Whiffen. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. 
Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.